Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Clinical Trials Scoop. Uh, today we are with the world famous Chris Sauber and world famous <laughs> You're so funny. Dr. Al. <laughs> today we're going to be discussing uh, two um, pharmaceutical companies that we work in the past. They're similar in some ways, but not quite the same. <laughs> so uh, we were looking for the hottest uh, pharmaceutical companies right now in the market. And uh, this, this was on October 13, the two, uh, uh, the two stocks that were more popular back then was Bayer and uh, Biogen. And then uh, the other one that we took a look, it was, one second, uh, I believe it's this one, no. Uh, the second to last one. You're talking about the BIB, right? Yeah, but uh, I just, there is a list of the five most, uh, like the hottest stocks in the market. And one of those was uh, BTB, which I found it a little bit uh, interesting because both of them are looking for medications for um, Alzheimer's. And I found this comparison. This is actually uh, explaining both companies. So BTB uh, Therapeutics is a clinical stage pharmaceutical company that focus on the discovery and development of human uh, therapeutics to fill and met medical needs. But they've been working for a while in uh, medications for Alzheimer's and also for diabetes. Mm. And Biogen is uh, similar in that uh, because they, they specialize in serious neurological and neurodegenerative disease. Uh, and both right now are like hot in the stock market. The difference in price is quite is quite big <laughs> because um, BTV is, I believe, is uh, right now is the current cents. price. Oh wow! <laughs> Imagine it went even down than it was <laughs> when I got this. Uh, but they've been kind of stable in those prices. So I'm not sure they went really high in uh, August, the price, if we compare that to 60 cents. And then bio, this is uh, Biogen is 244. Do you work with any of these uh, pharmaceuticals for research? Nope. No. Do you use we any did. other? Do you, do you, I know we did, Monica, did you, do you use any of these in your daily practice? No. No? But I, it's a neurodegenerative disease, so I think I had a couple of uh, clinical trial for neurodegenerative disease that's, uh, I did earlier, but, but for me to work as prescribing medication for my patient, no. There's neurologist, this is the specialty of neurologist. Right, right. So I start taking a look what was new for diabetes because uh, one of the conditions that both of these companies do research for uh, is also diabetes. And I found out 199 studies. So wow. very wow. interesting, all of them not yet recruiting and recruiting. So did you, so did, you, did you kind of scan through all of these? 
Yes. Or and I found uh, one that is for BTB. Okay. Are any of these a cure or are they all treatments? Um, I think they're all treatments. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but this one is Alzheimer's with uh, 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 um, diabetes, with, with impaired glucose tolerance. And the name of this study is Elevage. Uh, they started in June last year, and the last update was uh, August this year. So I'm thinking that they are more likely behind just because of COVID. So, uh, so it's interesting that you bring up that uh, VTV is working both in Alzheimer's and diabetes. Now, I've read some articles in the past in which they call Alzheimer's type 3 diabetes. Exactly. You, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. I read the same. Mm -hmm. You're not aware of that, Dr. L? No. Yeah, they, there's some similarities between diabetes and Alzheimer's. I, I, it's been a while since I read anything on it. it was, this was years ago, but there's some reason that obviously that they find their similarities and why they're kind of calling it type 3 diabetes, the uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. So look at the name of this study. Um, Where's the name at the top? So it's a, yeah, the study of acetylcholine in patients with mild Alzheimer's disease and impaired glucose tolerance. Yeah, well, there you go. So, yeah, and they have another one that is uh, with uh, uh, Alzheimer's and type two diabetes, with type two diabetes. The same company? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have, they have, uh, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, studies. I think they are using the same compound, but I'm not sure. Yeah, one of this, yeah, this, this is it because we work in the past with this. So this is phase two and phase three for acetylidagon. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Can you go down a little bit? Let's see what's with the goal of the study, what they want to do. Yeah, they, here. here. Primary objective. Uh, this smart cognitive. So they're not trying to control diabetes any better. It's just a matter of improving cognition scores. Yeah. Could be if you control the diabetes, you get better uh, cognition. cognition scores. Yeah. Uh, that's the main thing with this medication, which you can do both yep. improve cognition and diabetes. Yep. And blood mm -hmm. sugar. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so I'm thinking that this study is more likely recruiting sites. Uh, they they wanted to. So they are. Um, I'm curious. Can you go back down to the inclusion and exclusion? Is there anything on A1C? Eligibility criteria here. Uh oh. Um, A1C here. Hemoglobin yeah. A1C at 6.5 to 9.5. Yeah, that's fairly well controlled. I mean, anything under seven. 9.5 is no. Yeah, but anything under seven is for a diabetic yeah. well controlled. Yes. 9.5, not so well. <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, interesting. So they're allowing a wide range of patients with diabetes and it's not just well-controlled, it's kind of the gamut there. 
Yeah, and, and it's in, it's what I found interesting is in the previous studies, the ex, one of the exclusions was if the patient had uh, diabetes. Sure. If I if I don't, I mean, if I if I recall what, well, <laughs> do you remember, Chris, or not so really? This was for Alzheimer's. Yeah. Was it for their previous study that that our sites worked yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah, I, I recall it rings a bell, but I don't remember specifics. Yeah, I'm almost positive that was one of the uh, exclusions. Yeah. Because I remember, I, I will say like probably 60% of our patients that uh, were diagnosed with Alzheimer's heart diabetes yeah. of some type. Yeah. So. so this is the information. This is study. I'm, I'm almost positive they are looking for sites right now because... Uh, they started only just that last year mm -hmm. and uh, they are trying to recruit 300 patients. Here you go, 300 patients and they are still uh, recruiting. So maybe we should apply for this study. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a ways off from completion to 2023. Yeah, mm -hmm. wow. exactly. So this is a good um, study. It looks like a good study. Then, uh, then we have. I was checking also on the bio biogen uh, pipeline. Uh huh. We have many studies going on right now, and uh, so they have for Alzheimer's disease. Let me see this one right here. Uh, they have, let me see. So they have this one for Alzheimer's disease is phase three. Phase three, we can maybe take a look and see this one. Um, um, I couldn't find this one on the um, clinical trials that go, uh, that go but uh, but this is a current study that they have. And they also have um, another one, see? Mm -hmm. So I think those are different compounds. This is one, and then this is the other study uh, for Alzheimer's. Oh, they have here the information. Uh, and this one is phase two. This one was phase two. I think that's about it with Biogen. Oh no, look, they have another one here. Mm -hmm. But this is phase one. Yeah, they have some uh, some studies for for Alzheimer's. That's for sure. Wow, so, yeah, another one. So I'm, I'm curious, Dr. Al. So I know in the past couple of two, three weeks, we've been talking a lot about the, you know, GI COVID. studies. Well, GI studies too, in terms of how a lot of diseases are related or so possibly related to the GI tract. Um, do you see any reason why diabetes would be related to Alzheimer's? I mean, that's not the GI really? tract, but yeah. Could be. But, but, 
I know it's not your specialty, but do you see how? How would it be the sugar doing something to the brain, something like that? I mean, what would be the rationale? What probably is, uh, the sugar could be doing something for the blood supply to the brain. Ah. Okay, the, the, that's what's the origin of all the neurological diseases. And I think it's the blood supply to the, play, the brain and what's happened there. Okay. So could be like the blood supply to the brain has interrupted or have different velocity that can affect the brain because nobody know much about how even Alzheimer develop in the brain for so, so far. So yeah, they, all this, all this like possible treatment for Alzheimer, but that's why we have too many things because the exact etiology for the disease itself, it's not clear. I'm going to slaughter the medical terminology here, but they used to think it was the tangles in the brain. It was, um, I can't remember what they're called. And they, they found a medication that removed uh, all those. Could be. I'm, I'm not sure about it, you know, but, but it could be. Yeah, they have no, no idea about Alzheimer's and what causes it. Exactly. They know it is can affect the memory and in the, in the brain function, but exactly how does it do that? So far, mm -hmm. they, they're trying to find a, a, a strike cancer. They don't know what the etiology, they're trying to find disease, uh, a treatment for it. The same thing is for Alzheimer's. They don't know what's causing it and they're trying to find treatment for it. So do you think, uh, we'll, get, we'll talk a little on your specialty. Do you, think, do you think the GI tract could have any way uh, cause in in cancerous tumors? Of course, 100%. 100%? I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I think that the, the, the absorption of the material, the way that uh, the body metabolizes it, whatever you eat can affect in your health and in, on the development of cancer, for sure. You think that's the uh, Yeah, and, and, and uh, bringing this, I think one time I read that the, 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 the bowel is the the brain of the guts or the something like this. You, you said that yeah, last week. I did that. Yeah, yeah because, I read that too. Yeah, because there is a lot of hormone that can be secreted by the bowels and by the small bowels, and the, that can affect on the on the mood of the human being and on the how they how they react for certain kind of medication. So I think that's what could be the reason. So let me get this straight. Depending on how your bowel behaves, that can affect your mood. Yeah, of course, hundred percent. I mean, I because understand. Because they're going to secrete some kind of uh, uh, amines that can affect your mood for sure. I mean, I understand. You being... eat chocolate. You eat chocolate. You feel good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I understand being constipated. You might not be happy about it, but you're... <laughs> depends on who are you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh but my you're, God. you're saying it goes a step further than that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there is a lot of studies now about the the things that's secreted by the bowels and how does it affect on the mood, how does it affect the body. Hmm. Very interesting. Yep. I've never heard that or read that. That's that's quite interesting. So I, you... I, I I find something if I if I able to recall what I read that I may uh, forward it to you. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent, uh, Scott, uh, Chris. So um, hopefully Scott's a good guy too. Um, so <laughs> so um, 
do you think that's the primary cause of of tumors is the gut? No, 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 no. no? But all, all it, it, we don't know exactly what's causing the tumor in general, but it's uh, it's different uh, mechanism, different. Uh, stuff that can cause uh, this so there is not nothing one reason by itself can cause this but the gut itself i don't think so but it may contribute to it oh okay uh, I, I, i'm not sure even about that yeah I, I mean i remember reading something a while back if children eat more than 20 hot dogs a month or much higher rate of leukemia or something along those lines Everything can happen. Yeah, everything causes cancer, right? Everything can cause cancer, and you can associate it with cancer, but is there any definite reason that can say, yes, it is the cause? No. Right. But everything, uh, breathing bad air can cause cancer. Yeah. There's association. They found it maybe in the United States, but they didn't find it in China. Okay. Really? So, yeah. How, how's that? The air quality in China is much worse. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but, but uh, you know, interesting. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But because the Chinese people' food is different from here. True, true. And also, See? and also, probably the body develops more. Um, you know, um, the, the, their system, the immune system, develop more defense towards that part mm -hmm. because they are breathing all the time this <laughs> terrible air. But but doc, I'm sure Dr. L's got a point there. I mean. If you eat a more vegetable-based and lean uh, protein diet, lean fat diet, um, as the Chinese I think do, uh, you're probably less susceptible to to cancer. I know, but but, but uh, see, it depends on, on the country and 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 what they what their habits. Chinese they may not get the uh, they don't eat they too not much McDonald's. Get the, uh, lung cancer as many as other country who smokes a lot or yeah. have much worse better quality but they get like the liver cancer because they have a lot of his, uh, hepatitis oh. okay the japanese get a lot of esophageal and gastric cancer because of the uh they eat a lot of dried uh, food you hmm. see so each each country have its own characteristic about their food their whether their habits that can prevent them or predispose them for certain type of cancer. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So uh, let's let's get back to the Alzheimer's, huh, Monica? Yeah. So <laughs> actually, the the ones that have more predisposition to have cancer are the Latin Americans and also the African Americans. So I'm, I'm guessing it's, it has to do also with the same uh, food and, and, and also habits. I think especially food because- Is that, uh, is that a question to Dr. Al? Well, what's the correlation? Yeah. What was the question? I'm sorry. Why, why do uh, African-Americans and Hispanics have higher rates of cancer? No, I, uh, Alzheimer's. Oh, Alzheimer's, okay. Sorry. So it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> and actually i actually i was reading the other i mean when i when i have done the the demographics on many conditions we have more predisposition to more conditions than any other communities and i'm thinking is is more likely because of the food because we eat a lot of uh carbs or i don't i don't know Doctor, well, I, what did you 
you, you know, I, I think that the 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 percentage of uh, of eating a higher fatty food or being overweight or being like this, all that can contribute to the uh, your body metabolism and the different things that can produce and can affect on your uh, mental ability or in your brain. One of them is the uh, Alzheimer. We know that uh, fatty food and uh, obesity is uh, uh, can contribute to cancer for sure for certain type of cancers, but also it could be contributing to this because if diabetes, let's take it like this. I'm not the great guy to to for for neurology, but if blood sugar can contribute to the Alzheimer, uh, overweight can contribute to uh, pre-diabetic condition. So most probably it is correlating. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's that's correct. Yeah. I mean, and, and the highest index of diabetes is also the Hispanic community as well. As so that's community. why maybe they have higher percentage of Alzheimer and their type of diet and food. So do you know anything about, because uh, I've read that Okinawans are the probably the healthiest people on, on the planet. Uh, have you read anything on, I'm sure you haven't, but maybe on their... Um, the rates of Alzheimer's? Do they have lower rates of Alzheimer's? Maybe because they eat healthy and their hemoglobin yeah. A1C is always in the low side and their blood sugar and their... Yeah. Uh, they are not obese or not overweight and they within their normal ideal body weight. Yeah. So... So a good, a good portion, so the saying as it goes, uh, you are what you eat. That, that yeah. definitely holds some, well, definitely holds some water. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, yeah. I, I believe in this thing that you are what you eat because as we were discussing earlier, like whatever you have through, whatever you pass through your bowel can affect on your mood and your hormone and in your brain even. Yeah. And now you're telling you whatever, if you eat a lot of sugar or you're overweight, you uh, have metabolic syndrome, then being more, having higher tendency to have Alzheimer's, there is correlation here. So a hundred percent. So don't eat McDonald's every day. <laughs> no. No? I, don't, I, don't, I don't want McDonald's to come after me. I don't know. <laughs> Eat healthy. Five serving of fruit, five serving of vegetables a day. That's the what's recommended by American Cancer yeah. Society. Yeah, they cheat. That's that's a lot of fruits and vegetables. It used to only be know, five total. Now it's I ten. Know. I know. Fruit. After eating vegetables, you need to eat a fruit. Okay. Yep. yep. You need the some uh, small minerals and uh, rare uh, things that you can find it in regular food. So eat your meal and then eat some fruit after it, huh? Exactly. And eat healthy meal. Don't eat McDonald's, don't eat the fruit. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do. Hello. <laughs>
what what is considered healthy these days is kind of difficult sometimes with all the you know those uh, uh, products or that are, that have so much um, you know process and uh, you know uh, uh, right, a lot, um, lots of corn syrup lots yeah. of corn syrup lots of salt and everything these days yeah if you don't yep. eat fresh it's hard to eat healthy if you don't eat fresh it's hard to eat healthy fresh and organic mm -hmm. yep so do you think there's uh well let me ask you directly when you go to a store i don't know if you shop or if your wife does who shops but when you do shop do you only buy organic you see vegetables you see uh just regular cucumber and an organic cucumber do you buy the organic and if so yes. why why but i i think because uh it is healthier to get the organic than the one that have hormones that depends on the growth of that. Even the chicken or the meat, it is like a grass grown or chicken organic or like this because of the hormone, the eggs organic, because you know, these things can carry the hormones to the body and cause uh, other complications. So that's why. So the additional hormones is what you're trying to avoid. Yeah. Yep. It's not for me, even for my uh, family, because I still have my uh, family that need to, to be in the growing period of their life. It's not as, you know, the. Mm -hmm. I, I think I've been doing it since I started having uh, uh, kids. Since they start like one year or less when they're born, I start well. doing everything organic. Yep. Okay. Well, I know uh, I, I read something else somewhere recently about uh, the reason that people are getting larger in America is, is because of all the hormones. A big part exactly, of it. the excessive hormone that you don't feel it, you don't know about it, that's in these products, even like some traces of it. Yeah. And also the, the, um, the, um, the process in the in the vegetables, I forgot the. <laughs> I have it on the tip of my tongue. Um, the engineering in the in the food right now, like uh, they just uh, um, uh, how you GMO. call that? The GMOs. Mm -hmm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to say that the GMO products. Get her doctor so that out. also affects <laughs> because I think that that's kind of recent, and 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 they don't really have much data about it, so they cannot prove yet if uh, the GMOs actually affects the body or not. What do you think about that, doctor? Uh, how long do you know the GMOs around? Uh, I think probably in the past ten years. And do you think they don't know about it, or they know it and they're covering it? more likely okay so i think they know everything but it's a marketing it's something in the market they need to sell it you know people like it and they need to sell it even that's why they they i i i think the 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 industry in the united states it is really uh it's pro money not pro people that's profit driven yes 100 percent 
Okay, they care about how much they can money they can make or like this. They, do they care about the health of the people? No. Okay, blood sugar, obesity, everything, everything, every year is increasing. We know all this is bad for the body. All this is bad for the economy. All this is bad for, but who listens? Everybody yeah. wants to go for profit, wants to make money. I completely agree with everything you're saying, but I think that's a problem worldwide. I don't think it's just United States, though, is it? Uh, I, I think in uh, in in the less industrialized country, even in some of the industrialized country that like that uh, Scandinavian country, I like this. They they don't they do not have this kind of direction in their uh, they are more health oriented, and they make their government more health oriented and defend their rights for the health. It's not like here, which is the government, like letting the health system goes its own way without any consideration of the general population. Yeah, well, uh, statistics show that uh, we are a very fat nation. We're second on earth, right? Yep. And that shouldn't be happening for the most, the leading company in industry. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Well, I mean, there's a lot of different opinions on that. Some say it's uh, wealth, right? Where everybody has access to food, so they overeat. And they eat. I know, but you can push toward directing the people to eat the healthy one and try to prevent or restrict or put more taxation on the unhealthy food. But mm. you don't do it here. The unhealthy food is the cheapest. Everybody can grab it. Sure. Easiest and quickest and cheapest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can go to McDonald's and get a hamburger for $1.50. Oh, why should it be like this? Yeah. And then they give you the option to pay 25 cents extra to make it bigger. Yeah. Do, do you think this is wise for the people? No, probably not. I know the portions okay. here are much larger than most other countries. I know when people from other countries come here and they, you take them out to eat, they look at the food of, plate of food that's brought to them and like, oh my God, that's just huge. Yeah. So I think that, that there is something uh, we do not, uh, not we don't, but I think that the Help the system Monica. does not care about helping Monica. Hello. So you were saying, Dr. L? <laughs> Nothing. Let's go. Let's go back to the to the other stuff. <laughs> The Alzheimer's, where I uh -huh. think that's that's all for today. <laughs> Those the, these two companies, these two companies, and uh, that both of them are in the list of the hottest stocks in the market. Both of them work uh, towards uh, conditions like Alzheimer's and diabetes, and and I mean it's I, I think it's 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 just almost natural that they have the the stock market for them. Um, are in the top just because besides all the, the COVID uh, 
you know, treatments and vaccines and everything. Another pandemic that we have is, uh, uh, is uh, uh, diabetes. So, and it's worldwide too. So, so I think these two companies probably, obviously we are not uh, finance uh, reporters or anything. This is not financial, <laughs> this is not financial exactly. advice. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, Monica, one question for this company, VTVT. What yes. is their, their pipeline? They have, I'm gonna show you, I actually don't think I have it here. But they have, uh, they, they just do research on conditions and unmet um, treatments, like for example, Alzheimer's, diabetes, uh, like it says here, develop human therapeutics to fill unmet medical needs. Let me take a look on VTB. Yeah, I think they're primarily diabetes and Alzheimer's. Mm. Pipeline, yeah. So here it is. So diabetes, dementia with diabetes, uh, cystic fibrosis related diabetes, and type two diabetes, fatty acid oxidation disorder, and COPD. Interesting. I don't see any Alzheimer's there. Oh, dementia. The dementia. Yeah. yeah. This is the this is the one we participate in, I believe. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Cystic fibrosis. What's what's that exactly? It is some kind it's of uh, genetic deformity that can cause for the secretion in the body, in the lung, and the other organ to be abnormally condensed and can cause a lot of complications such as infection okay. and steril sterility. So. Um, and that's horrible, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but so that makes the organs more dense. Yes. Huh. Well, uh, that's abnormally like secretion. That's uh, yeah. Interesting. Cystic fibrosis. Okay. Interesting. But so I think now there is one of the companies that they found a treatment for it. They're doing a trial for gene re-engineering to reverse it as they're doing in sickle cell disease because it's also a genetic uh, mutation that can cause this. So how far, this is completely off topic, but how far away are we from being able to wipe out most disease through genetic alteration? Ooh, very far. Very far? Very, very far because we just started. Yeah. There's like a couple of companies, like I think it's like five or six companies there, the, the one they're doing this now in genetic alteration. But also when you come to the genetic alteration, then you're going to come for a lot of other issues. Okay, like moral, ethical, the, sure. it's completely different law. Different law and, 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 and just the, uh, what do they call it? The Nobel Prize that's this year awarded uh, the one of the, genetic engineering, which is called the CRISPR, the Nobel Prize. So imagine we just started in it. Yeah. So if, if they just recognized it, the award by giving them the Nobel Prize for genetic engineering. So we know. They're going to get rid of all. Even close. They're going to get rid of all people with no hair. You and I are going to have a problem, Dr. Al. I don't <laughs> think that this is there'll be more. The main concern for them is the hair or no hair. 
I think there's more important issues they need to. No, I know. I'm just making a joke. But yeah, I, I, ethically, I'm just I'm, giving I'm, you a hard time. You know, are they going to get rid of short people and only allow tall people, or the reverse? Or I know, but all these issues, like, also goes within the ethical, like, uh, right. issues, like, right. yeah, you know, and what's the side effect of it? Okay, mm -hmm. we know now you're giving COVID, uh, which is like also like a uh, messenger RNA that can cause a lot of side effects. But so mm -hmm. we 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 just started and we don't know much about it, so would be very difficult to predict what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. And so we're still way, 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 way behind. Aren't they doing something with that, though, with the uh, conception? So where you can kind of genetically alter your child? Aren't they working on something with that as well? I think they already, they can control the sex of the fetus. Right. Right. Okay, from, uh, yeah, they can do that and they have no problem uh, doing that, but also it is, uh, this is completely, because the sex chromosome are much less, much better to control than other genes in the body. Okay, easier to control. Easier to control. Or... Then say remove, yeah, you have a, Diabetes. You have this piece of DNA that it is on the small arm, on the on the small uh, arm of the chromosome uh, nine. You're gonna right. switch it with, uh, so you right. need to target it with a special D, uh, messenger RNA to go to refix it. And this is not only in one cell; it's most mostly in all the okay. other cells. So you may need to target the stem cell too, so it will produce normal cells. And we're no way, nowhere near that yet. I'm not aware about that. Even I'm not, uh, but I'm not, I'm not aware about that. Okay. Yep. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. If, if you go in that route of free of, uh, of, uh, investigation. Yeah. 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 But I, I cannot imagine the clinical trials for that. Yeah. I think that the, the, there is the, the, the clinical trial for uh, sickle cell is up and running now. And uh, I think there's one of the patients, they published the data about her, that uh, she used to get blood transfusion because of the hemolysis that happened with her because of sickle, and she's been now a year without any blood transfusion. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But um, I did not review the actual, it's only one case and I, I would not take it as the actual source for information or results. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we have to probably wait more years to see more, uh, more data about it. In my opinion of the, the, the gene editing revolution gonna come back out, gonna do other, computer happened, computer revolution happened because it's completely different era of medicine gonna be that's a patient comes to you, have diabetes, take this injection every month for the next uh, six months, you're cured from diabetes because you're reversing the, the gene that can cause the, if, if you have uh, hypertension, if you have heart attack, okay, you have high cholesterol, 
take this uh, injection. And maybe they start with injection as happen, and after that they start with the pills. Take the pills for a whole month, and you'll be okay. Mm. So we'll, be... there will be mainly engineering doctors, not a regular doctors, physician. So then... it's going to be a big revolution in the in the medicine. When we get to that. Care. When we get to that point, then we have other problems to overcome because there'll be a uh, explosion in population. I would think when you can cure all disease, you can have a lot more people mm. around for a much longer time. But remember, you still have people, and the people can make wars. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is very true. Hello. <laughs> this is very true. And also. And also the, 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 the epidemic and the, the, the endemic that can happen and that can cause a lot of, like Corona now, engineering, engineering we're not gonna control it. No, of course not. Uh, there is uh, other stuff can, uh, that can control us. Not no. Can't solve all problems, huh? Uh, yep. All right. So did you have anything else to add, Miss Monica? No, I think that's it for today. Is that it for today? Very yeah. <laughs> Very interesting chat. Yes, it was. Uh, thank you, Dr. L. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, thank Monica. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We'll talk you. later, guys. Thank you. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll, thank I'll you. we'll see you tomorrow, uh, Dan okay. and I. See you tomorrow, yep. Dr. L. I'll All see right. you, Chris. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.